If you got your Bibles, go with me over. Tell, show, them what the, show them what the title is. Camo Christians, beware. Me and, Ty, me and Ty sat back there. If you were in second service, I talked about this quite, uh, not quite a bit, but I, I just referenced at the end of the service a, a sermon I preached many, many years ago. Uh, it was actually while I was in Tennessee. Um, so that would have put it a long time ago that I preached a sermon called Cramel Christians. And I explained what I did, and, and this, is, this is what I did, okay? I did, my, I did my welcome, okay? I did my welcome, I welcomed them, and we prayed. And when we prayed, I ran in the back real quick, and I covered myself. I put full camo on, turkey style, turkey gear. So my face was covered, my body, my hands, my feet. I mean, I was fully turkey covered. And when we prayed, I was quick. I had to be like super quick. So I told all the prayers were orchestrated, all the prayers were, were planned, okay? Because I said, look, I need a lot of prayers. So pray after this announcements, pray after this, pray after this, pray after this. So we had the order right. So we came back out, and the first song, I think they literally did sit down like this. And the first song, when they sung, I was standing right here the whole time. I didn't say a word. I was in full camo. And, of course, my guys with guns had to know that, hey, it's me. Don't shoot the preacher in camo. They knew it was me. But anyway, I stood right here, and we sang a song, and everybody bow your head. Bow your head like you're praying. Bow your head. Everybody practice bowing your head like you're praying. Bow your head like you're praying. Everybody's praying. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'm standing here. And then we did another one, and we prayed, and everybody pray. Everybody got your head down, and we're praying, and we're praying. Everybody was praying. Praying, it was, a, and then we said, "In Jesus' name, we pray, Amen." And I'm standing in the choir with everybody, fully camoed up, looking like a nut, bouncing around. And then they they finished the song, and I never sang. And then I come out here, and they prayed again, and they woke. They got to the end, and I like I do. I was in the pulpit and. And I took my mask off, and I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm here. Y'all didn't see me for the whole morning. I've been here the whole time. And then I'm like, pull my mask down. And I said, I'm back, here I am, because just playing it up, playing dumb. You know, I was playing. That was the Camo Christian sermon. And that was, the, that was the illustration that I used for what the vast majority of the church does throughout the vast majority of the week. We blend into our surroundings. What do you wear camouflage for? What's the purpose, hunters, to, to wear camouflage? To blend into your surroundings. You do not want a turkey or a deer or whatever. You do not want them to see you. You want to be the color of a tree. You want to be the color of grass. You want to be the color of branches. You want to, you want to look like everything around you. And you want to blend in in such a way that nobody has a clue, or that deer, or that turkey, or just whatever it is, does not see you standing there. And if we're not careful, Christians, although we wear clothes just like this, we don't have to put on a turkey mask, and we don't have to put on gloves, and have our feet covered, and we don't have to be full camo, if we're not careful... That's exactly what we in, in the church walk out of these doors and try to do all week long. We want to look like everybody else and we want to act like everybody else. We just sort of blend in. 
But it's not who we are. We're different. We've been, remember Sunday, we've been, we've been brought from death to life. We've been transferred from a domain to darkness into the kingdom of His beloved Son. We're, we're not that anymore. We're, God doesn't look down at this earth and sees us looking like everybody else. We don't supposed to look like everybody else. We're not supposed to, to blend in and, and just be, uh, take that group that you had up there earlier. Take that group. We, we should be able to, to make, the, the make, not make believe, y'all were really real, but the fill-ins, the choir, the makeup choir that we had. I don't know which one is a Christian or not. Do you? On a Wednesday night, they did an awesome job of going and standing in place just because the preacher was like, my goodness, he's saying 25 and he ain't stopping. And before he calls my name, I'm at least going to get up and go stand up there. Look the part, act the part, seen the part, had the same clothes as everybody else. That's what it looks like when we walk out those doors. We go to work. Think about it. How many times... If we're not careful, if we're not careful, do those honestly around us know? Do those, do, I mean, it's a question that needs to be asked and, and, and we need to remind ourselves and maybe ask the question, look, do my co-workers know I'm a Christian? And I'm not asking you, uh, did you pick up one of our little CHBC uh, church emblems and hung on the back of your car because that's a dead giveaway. Remember the fish back in the day or the Jesus sign and all of that? Hey, I can put one on them and I'm shining for Jesus. Live like the world, but I got a fish sticker, so I'm good. Does your work know you're a Christian? Yeah, but preacher, I, I, you, you can't. And, and here's the deal. Here's the argument. I know it ain't cool. I know it ain't cool to bust up in there and, and, and start beating anybody over the head with the Bible. I know it's not cool to in our society today to bring up Jesus and religious uh, things. I, I get it, period. And that's unfortunately why many have just... Well, preacher, honestly, I, I don't know if they know I'm a Christian or not. I don't know if... At school, well, I just kind of go in and go out. I just do my thing. I just, I just get in there and I just get out. Ball teams, summer ball teams. School's about to finish, summer ball teams. Pick a ball team or a cheer team or whatever the girl activities are. All those things, do they know you're a Christian? See, and that's the, that's the point of Camo Christians. We're not supposed to blend in and look like everybody else. We're not just supposed to, if everybody else is diving, well, everybody else is jumping, well, everybody else was going, and everybody else was doing it, and everybody else was saying it, and every listen, everybody else is sitting around laughing at the jokes. I was laughing too. Everybody else was saying it, I just said it too. Everybody else was making fun of them, and I just made fun of them a little too. Everybody else was starting, to, starting the, the, the rumors, and I just passed it along too. And that can, that can just go 
and go and go. Yeah, but Brother Shannon, you just don't know my office. You don't know what it's like where I work. Everybody else is tearing everybody down, and it's just the thing to do. And if I, if I were to sit there and say anything to them, I mean, I could lose my job. So I'll just, I'll just blend in. I'll look like all the rest, and I'll act like all the rest, and I'll carry myself like all the rest. But a Christian is not like the rest. We're not. We're not. We're, we're new creations in Christ. We're believers. We, we're children of God. We're, he's our Lord. Lost people don't call him Lord and Savior. Lost people don't call him Lord Jesus. Lost people do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not saying it makes us better than anybody. I'm not judging. No, we're not judging anybody. And we're not condemning. And we're not calling them out. But we have Christ as our Lord. And He, he says we're different. But our flesh... And our culture and our system that we're all in and been in forever. You're kind of born into a system. It's just a way of life and it's just kind of passed down from generation to generation of, well, uh, you just kind of come in, I, 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 do my, I do my day, I do my job, I, I don't bother nobody, I, I don't get speeding tickets, I obey the law, I pay my taxes, I, I'm a good citizen, I just sort of do my thing and look like everybody else. You're not, as a Christian, that's not who you are. You're different. Camel Christians, beware. We just we didn't know what to say on that. We didn't know if it's to say beware or camel Christians be warned or camel Christians stop or camel Christians wake up. Camel Christians I uh, started as I was thinking out thinking actually yesterday, I'm like, what are we gonna call this? because I knew I was gonna talk about this. I'm like coming out of the shadows. That's what I was going to say. Coming out of the shadows. Coming out of, of, of hiding. Coming out of. Think about it. And. You say. But. Preacher. If I go out there and live bold in front of that world, what are they going to say about me? Well, you know what they did to your Savior? They killed him. They killed him. Let me ask you a question. What's the motivation of blending in? What's the motivation to blend in? Go, go over. Sticky's there, but let's go somewhere else. Go to the Timothys. Go to the Timothys. Go to 1 Timothy. Second Timothy. Second Timothy 3. 
2 Timothy 3. But realize this, verse 1, that in the last days difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful. And let me go ahead and tell you, this is not who we're supposed to be. The culture will be these things. So basically you can say, well, well Brother Shannon, how do I live? I, I want to know, I, I need a, a uh, Christianity New Believer 101. Take 2 Timothy chapter 3 and what the first four or five verses say, don't do that. Okay? What that says, don't do that. So you can almost say, but in realizing the last days difficult times will come, hey, you as a believer, don't be a lover of self. Don't be a lover of money. Don't be boastful. Don't be arrogant. Don't be a reviler. Don't be disobedient to parents. Don't be ungrateful. Don't be unholy. Don't be unloving or irreconcilable. Don't be malicious. Don't be a malicious gossip. Listen, the world, but realize this, in the last days, this is what people are. They're malicious gossips. That's what everybody else is doing. Well, here's the thing. You don't be a malicious gossip. You don't be a, a slanderer. Everybody else is a lover of money. Everybody else is a reviler. Everybody else is disobedient to parents. That's the thing. The stream of society, the Bible is telling us, that's what people are doing. You are not to do that. And here's what happens. People take notice. People take notice. Everybody, I mean, I don't know. You may have the filthiest mouth in the room. You may slip a cuss word out. That just may be your thing. But it ain't good. You cuss around my family and you're not... You're, I'm going to be honest, I ain't judging you, but my kids probably will. They may see you up here, but you cuss or slip a cuss word, guess what you're going to do in the kids' eyes? Your kids can't do that. Well, I'm telling you, they do. And other kids will too. And other folks will too. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm just having a bad day and I'm blowing off some steam and I'm just upset and I'm just all of those things. We don't have a right to do all of that. We've got to be careful. We've got to guard our tongue. We've got to guard our mind. We've got to watch our walk. We've got to not be a stumbling block. Because here's the deal. All it takes is a slip up. You're discipling and you're inviting and you're encouraging and you're loving. And lo and behold, I'm sitting there and I'm inviting this family and I'm loving this family and I'm encouraging them and I'm witnessing to this guy. And lo and behold, he is four booths over that night that I just want to relax a little bit because I got freedom to relax. I earned the paycheck and I earned my living and I do what I want to do with my money and I'm going to just order me whatever I want to to drink for it at the restaurant. I will drink what I want to because I am it's my money. It is but four or five or six or seven or twenty-one or table's over. Somebody see somebody see somebody see somebody see somebody. You say well Shannon that's, that standard is too high. That's holiness. That's the standard. I didn't make the standard. I didn't write the standard. Jesus is the standard. He tells us, be holy for He's holy and all 
all your behavior and all your activities and all of it. See, when we, when we let our guard down and we start slipping and we start allowing these things because everybody else is doing it, they're, they're unloving. They're irreconcilable, malicious gossips without self-control, brutal, haters, good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That is society. That's not a Christian. Hold into a form of godliness although they have denied its power. I mentioned in one of the services Sunday about, I, was, I remember I was, I remember it was one of those times to where I had the Bible, you know how I had the Bible on the little circle thing and I stepped away and I said, people ask all the time, where did we get from here to here? We forget the end of that verse. Look at the rest of that. Avoid such men as these. That's where you break down a church from a country club. Country club, we got folks, we got folks, that's just what they do. We got folks that run around, we got folks that do it. And instead of, instead of doing what the Bible says, the Bible says clearly to avoid such men as these, what do we do? We readily accept them. We readily make them leaders. We readily put them in control. We readily give them, give them stuff. We readily. That's what churches do. Why are we in the mess we in? Because the Bible says mean things like that. Avoid such men as these. Wow, that's just so mean. Why does it say avoid such men as these? Because we're weak, y'all. We're so weak. Our flesh is so weak. We're so easily tempted and so easily swayed and so easily drugged down. Don't ever say, I'll never. I'll never. No, you may never do that, but you probably uh, got a master's degree in something worse. True story. That's what we're not to be. That's what we're not to be. Um, verse 10. Now you followed my teaching, my conduct, my purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and suffering, such as happened to me in Antioch and Iconium and at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. What Paul is saying there is, look, I stood up for the truth, and I was persecuted, and out of all of that, God rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse. You, and here's the deal. We say it ain't fair. When's it going to get better? Well, that verse says it won't. Either that verse is true in the Word of God or it's a lie. Evil men and impostors will grow from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Verse 14, you, however, hey, it don't matter what everybody else at work's doing. 
It don't matter what all the rest of the guys are doing this weekend. It don't matter what all the other girls got off and did. We were at a party and, and everybody, everybody was doing it. You, however. Preacher, Jesus just ain't no fun. This Christian life is just no fun. We want to have fun. Hmm. The craziest place in the world, this world we live in. Getting drunk, funnest thing in the world. Getting a little lit, funnest thing in the world. Hanging out with a bunch of friends, just, just drinking a little, letting off, just getting a little light. That's fun. See how skewed, see how backwards the, the evil one has it. You, however, continuing the things you've learned and been convinced of, knowing from whom you've learned them, hit the next one. And that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. We don't have permission. Christian, I want you to hear that. We don't have permission to clock out. We don't have permission to let our guard down. We don't have, our, we don't have permission to just go be one of the guys. We don't have permission. We don't have permission to, hey, it's a girls weekend and we're leaving the guys and the kids and we are going to get what happens there will stay there. You don't have permission to do that. God says that's not who you are. God's ways is so much better. It's as if a weekend or a moment or a career or a job or a group or, a, or an organization or a clique is, is more fulfilling and more satisfying than the God of this universe. You, however, continuing the things that you've learned and been convinced of as a kid, you know, you, you know, there's, there's, you just know. I mean, we, sl you slip around as a kid and you get away and you, I mean, you don't want to get caught and you get to be a big person and it's like, woohoo! I can do what I want to. I'm a big person. I earned the right to be an idiot. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll. And, and I've had people, had people in the flesh get mad when I ask these things. Uh, can Avery go? Can Avery go? Can Avery go? Can Avery go? Hey, Sunday school teachers, can one of them little girls in your class go? Can Donna's little one go? Can he go? Hey, uh, VBS teachers, can one of the little ones, 
campers, camp workers. Can one of your little kids go? Oh, no. No, I don't want them to see that. Why? I don't want them to see me doing that. Why? I don't want them to hear that. Why? Could Avery come sit in your office at work all day long? Can he ride the car? Can he listen to the radio? Can he read what you read? Can he watch what you watch? That's meddling, preacher. You, I can do what I want to. No, you can't. You're a Christian. The standard is holiness. The standard is, is be holy because he's holy. I didn't make it. I, I, I am. And you say, well, well, who in the world are you? I am nobody. I am absolutely nobody, but I'm telling you what the book says. The book says, go back over to Matthew. Go back over to Matthew. The book says this. Those that hide, those that look like everybody else, those that blend in, you are the light of the world, verse 14. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp stand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Guys, when we walk in, the light, the room lights up. And, and let me tell you what, let me tell you what, honestly, this is what happens in the real world. You step up and you be Christ where you are, you be Christ where you are. You walk in the room, and here's what happens the mouths shut up, the jokes immediately quit. I can't even tell you the number of places I've gone into walk in and here's what they do. I've had folks just like y'all walk into your house and you're like, hey, hey, hey preacher, what you doing? I'm like, what you hiding? Like God can't see behind your back. I'm the holy judger guy. I'm this holier than thou guy that's going to judge you and zap you. No, I'm not. God sees you. Why in the world are you hiding because the preacher walks in? I can't convict you. I don't convict nobody. The Spirit of God does that. The Spirit of God convicts. You know what? People don't like that. Get away. I don't want to be a part of it. I want to be away from it. Get away. And they'll call you every name in the book. Stand up for Christ and they'll call you every name in the book. Those that desire to live godly lives will be persecuted. And you'll be ridiculed and you'll be made fun of and you'll be talked about. But great is your reward in heaven. Jesus says, you deny me before people here. You deny my Father here, I'll deny you there. I cannot tell you the number of times I've denied him down here. What's the next one, Ty? This is your Bible verse. But let your light, let your light shine before men in such a way. I think I preached on that one time. Remember, I think what hit me, remember, in such a way. Y'all memorize that. If you hadn't already, most of you have. If you haven't already... 
Let your light so shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. That's your purpose. That's your purpose, is to, to, to let your light shine before men in such a way. Not to blend in. I mean, if there's an anti-blend-in verse, that's it. <laughs> if there's a verse that slaps camo Christians in the face, it's right there. Because he's saying, don't look like everybody else. No, you're to, you're, your purpose for existing is to let your light shine before men. Hey, Jesus is Lord. I'm, I'm different and I can't help it. He made me who I am. He saved me. He bought me with a price. I'm, a, I'm not ashamed of Him. He's my Savior. I won't deny Him. Yeah, but if I do that, if I do that, and this is not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. The Spirit of God's telling you what I'm saying. The devil can take that and twist that and manipulate it and make you say, oh, well, he told you to do this. See there, he's a... I pray the Spirit of God's telling you, and you know what I'm saying. Your flesh don't want to hear it. Your flesh will rationalize, and your flesh will sit there and say, let your light so shine before men in such a way that they see, they see Christ in you. They see your good works, and they glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's who we are. That's what He saved you to be. Not to blend in and not to look like everybody else. I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you're at. But it's easy to blend in. It's easy to run. It's easy to just run on the rat wheel of life and get to the end of it and turn around and say, Lord, what's there what, what what's to show for you? Six minutes left. Go over to. I want you to see something. Go to Galatians. Galatians 2. You say, preacher, you being mean. Anybody think that right now? Anybody like just hate me right now? Good. Who's the, who's the leader of the early church? Answer the question. Who was the leader of the early church? On this rock, I'll build my church. Who was that? Peter. 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 Petros. Peter. Look at verse uh, 11. Galatians 2, 11. But when Cephas, that's Peter, Petros. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him. This is Paul writing to the church in regions of Galatia. He said, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For prior to, my, to the coming of certain men from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. Okay, you got the you got the circumcision and uncircumcision. you got the Gentile believers and the Jews. And you've got that whole thing. And remember the, the, the Gentile inclusion, the, the uh, 
Jerusalem Council says, look, even the Gentiles can now have the Holy Spirit. Even Gentiles can be Christians. And here Peter is. Peter's hanging out with Gentiles. He's eating with Gentiles. And all of a sudden, a group of Jews from Jerusalem show up. And, and you know what he does? Oh, my, here comes the preacher. i got to hide. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah, a bunch of crazy folks over there. And Paul's like, dude, you was just eating with them. Paul called out the head of the early church and says that is hypocritical. And notice the next verse. And the rest of the Jews joined in his hypocrisy. Guys, we have influence we don't even realize. And notice this, with the result that even Barnabas, the son of encouragement, even Barnabas, not Barnabas, yes, even Barnabas, was carried away by their hypocrisy. Don't think people aren't watching. Don't think that it can just, don't think the Western American Mindset is, I am a free American, and I can do what I want to do because I'm an American. I, I work, and I make my money, and I can live how I want to live. I can do whatever, and nobody can tell me anything. You don't have the right to say that as a Christian, and I'm sorry to tell you that. You're to let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. When we do the things that the world do, people watch us. Those around us see us. And if we're not careful, we drag others down with us. Many of the Jews were doing it and even Barnabas was doing it. Even Barnabas got caught up in the hypocrisy. Even Barnabas got caught up in the mess. Peter, come on now. It's not a game. Christianity, a walk with Christ, a personal relationship with Christ is not a uniform or a something we report for duty to. It's either who you are or you're lost. There's no... I mean, as a Christian, as a Christian, here's, here's the deal. As a Christian, instead of being upset at me, you should be praising God. You say, I don't get that. As a Christian, instead of being... That preacher, I don't like him. I like him when he's fun and building choirs and being all silly. And then all of a sudden, he's mean to me. I don't like him. Instead of saying, you know what? Lord, I'm listening. You got me. You got me. Because here's the deal. I don't know how far... Paul says to the same group of Galatians, he says, who in the world tricked you? 
What, what messed you up? Who tripped you up? How'd you get so far off? Praise God for the sermons I've heard. Praise God for the men of my life. Praise God for the moments in my life to where I was drifting. And I was getting further and further and deeper and deeper and farther away. And I, who in the world do I know? How many Barnabases were watching me at the time? How many Barnabases were watching me right around here? And I heard a sermon and, or I read scripture and the Holy Spirit convicted me. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Don't let me do that no more. Preacher, you're always so fun. You're always just like, well, then you mean to us. Or it could be that, you know what, you're drifting. I don't know where you're at. I don't have a clue where you're at. But you do. Could it be God saying, hey, hey you, that shoe fits you. That message was for you. Don't look around and say, hey, I wish so-and-so would have been here and heard that one. This fits us tonight. We don't hide, we shine. We don't blend in, no, we make a difference. That's who we are. Revival's happening. Revival's happening. I believe it. Revival's happening in individuals, in homes. There are people walking. There's people trying now who weren't trying 10 months ago. That's revival. Revival's not bringing in a speaker and having five days and a bunch of music and having five sermons. I mean, at the end of five sermons, you're going to act be the same old mess up or you're going to let the Holy Spirit take over. Guess what? God's doing things right here in this room. That's revival. Revival is when we zip it and open it up and hand in the keys and say, all right, Lord, look around. And he walks back up to us and he says, hey, I found this. And revival is we don't make excuses. Revival said, yeah, you got me. Revival is not, it's not, yeah, but uh, Ken Cheek does it and, and he's been preaching forever. And if he does it, then I should do it. Remember, that's what Barnabas and Peter were doing. Peter was wrong. Guess what? Barnabas, you wrong too. It don't matter. You don't blame the person you follow and you're wrong. Everybody else was doing it. Hey, you're wrong. The person at the front of the line is wrong and the person in the back of the line is wrong. The whole line is wrong. And that's what God's going and doing and saying, hey, you're wrong. It's nobody's fault. You're wrong. Revival's when you're right, Lord. I'm sorry. And for some of you, God, I'm in a mess. Lord, I done got myself in a mess and I'm so deep into it and my world is just revolving around it and I don't know what to do. God, you got to help me. I know it's wrong, but I'm a, I'm a broken man. I'm a broken woman. I am sorry. Because drifting, you don't stop drifting. If we're not careful, we can be so far from where we should be 
that it only t- it's not a it's not a simple lord i'm sorry i'll never look at it again i'll never make that phone call again i will never text her again i will never be out there hanging out when everybody else is gone talking to him or her again nope we're not it's everything is not a quick simple fix like that lord that was stupid i'll never do it again cuz oh that could have been really bad Some of you have been drifting a long time. And it's real. God can fix it. But it takes changing. It takes changing. You may have to move. I really don't like you now. You may have to move. Are you hearing me? You may need to move. You may need to find another church. You may need to get another job. You may have to get a whole other set of friends. You may need to sell a house because you know what? It's in your subdivision and everybody else is doing it. Every time I drive into that subdivision, they all just down there honking the horns and saying, Hey, we, we, we got started without you, but we're waiting on you. Houses are selling like crazy. See, that's what happens when we allow ourselves to drift for a very, 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 very long time. Don't dare think for one moment that the God of this universe can't take care of you and redeem you and fix it. Camo Christians, beware. That was good, Ty. Because I think Camo Christians beware is probably the most fitting. Because if we keep it up, the consequences are devastating. Father God, help us. So many levels. Oh wow. So many levels and so much is being said and so much your spirit. God, we hear you. We hear you. Your servants are listening. Your church is listening. Chapel Hill Baptist Church is listening. God, we don't leave that there. We don't just say, had a boy preacher. That's a good sermon. Great sermon. You don't leave that there. You don't just go home and leave that there. No, Lord, Holy Spirit of God, do not let us be the same. Do not let us drift Do not let us continue to hide. Do not let us continue to just go through the motions. Do not, Holy Spirit of God, allow us. God, help us. You got us, Lord. Forgive us, we repent. Do in us what you want to do. God, start in me, start in each one around this room. Start in us, Lord. God, help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, now, John.